0: Hey homies, this is Sarah, and this is Ashley, and this is Hometown Homicide. It's a windy day here. It's very windy, so you might hear it because it's very loud
1: it's yeah like it's not ghosts it's it's wind I mean it could be ghosts too but
0: we don't know I'm pretty train, sure you know, Jason typical. across the hall started a fire yesterday yeah so I got done with a meeting cause I work from home and I bought a new air purifier the day before <laughs> and I walk out and I smell smoke I'm like you've gotta be shitting me this is on fire shut it off And I hear smoke detectors. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, it's not that. It's out in the hallway. So I open the door, and it's coming from Jason's old apartment. (laughs) Obviously, I know that thing is empty, so I panic. I can smell the smoke. I can hear the smoke detectors. No one's there. So I run down to my neighbor's door, (laughs) banging on it. Like I have shorts on, a sweatshirt, banging on her door. She's like, what? I'm like... The building's on fire. It's in Jason's apartment. And she's like, Did you call 911? I'm like, ah, I forgot it was a thing. <laughs> so I run back to my apartment, can't find my phone. I look everywhere. It was on the table. Call 911 in a panic. I'm just like, my neighbor, he died. She's like, just now? I'm like, no. It was like a month ago. But his apartment is empty and there's a fire in there. She's like, can you see smoke? I go, not yet. I can smell it. And the, I can hear the fire detectors. Smoke detectors. I keep saying fire detectors. <laughs> and she's like, but he died. I go, irrelevant. He used to be alive. He's not. He doesn't live there. It was a month ago, I think. So no, it's unoccupied. She's like, Okay. We'll send someone out. I'm like, cool. Next thing, pants. Have to find <laughs> pants. Because these firefighters are not going to see these pale, unshaved legs. <laughs> Putting on pants was the hardest thing I think I ever did that day. Like, I just, it just wasn't happening. Like, my feet were stuck. I'm panicking. I'm shaking because I'm like, this is it. Like, I'm going to lose all my stuff. I know stuff is replaceable, still, but yeah. it's still panic mode. Next thing, cats. Stormy, get her in a carrier. Get in her head, pushed in, shaking, can't zip the thing. And my neighbor walks in. She goes, maintenance started the oven. I go, what? She goes, yeah, self-cleaning mode. I go, what the fuck? She goes, tell me about it. She's like, call 911 back. I'm like, and tell him what? What I just told you. So I tried to tell them that. And they're like, we're sending fire trucks anyways i swear to god four fucking departments showed up here
1: well your picture that you sent me only had the
0: one so i was like why is it so far away from the building because there's two others up front <laughs> and then there was one on the side
1: mm.
0: um on the street they were all over excellent my mom i called her to tell her she was. you're being dramatic oh am i being dramatic mom <laughs> am i Because if this shit was on fire, would you think I was dramatic? (laughs) Anyways, maintenance, when Kara called them Mm -hmm. to tell them, hey, by the way, this apartment's on fire. Mm. And we called 911. She was very mad. She's like, you call 911? She goes, yes. That's what you do when you see and smell smoke. (laughs) Because I did, by the time I got my pants on and one cat in the carrier... There was smoke in the hallway. Mm. Like, it it was like, it was happening fast. Yeah. So they were mad at us because we called 911. Firefighters come, maintenance comes, and he's coming up the stairs like, guys, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I left a fan on. Mm. Like, are you stupid? I mean, clearly. I mean, when they opened up Jason's apartment, the smoke rolled out. That's how bad it was. Hmm. Like, that could have caught on fire and burned this place down. Yeah. It gets better. (laughs) Like, I should really make a TikTok on this, and I might. Five minutes after the fire department leaves, here comes our manager of the building to show it to a new couple. I wonder if she's like, don't worry about the smell. We just about burn it down, but don't worry about that.
1: The people that have run this place are fucking idiots. I still have the videos from when the the pipes burst, and then like they were mad at the tenants for not getting the door shut. Maybe if you had a
0: fucking door that actually shut like it's supposed to. Do you remember me yelling at him that night when he blamed us for it? I go, how many times have we called and told you that this door does not latch? Yeah, I go, it's on you.
1: Yeah, man, he was a fucking douchebag. So it was great polar vortex Here
0: is the kicker of <laughs> oh, this whole thing Okay. that apartment could have started a fire right why did the alarms in this building not go off not to go a, off yeah the smoke detector in the hallway it's there's no batteries still no still still it's been like three years or longer so if that would have happened like let's say maintenance did not come and start the self-clean oven right. <laughs> and then leave no, because that's smart. Yeah. But what if a fire did happen and no one's in there and the smoke detectors are going off? What about the rest of the building? Like, what if there were flames? How are we being notified? Because I thought there was a system set up well, to where. Because it's gone off. It had gone off
1: before. Exactly. It
0: shit out of me and the cat. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah, But it did weird. not in that situation. When that apartment was filled with smoke, where the hallway was filled with smoke, my apartment started to be filled with smoke carers down the hall was filling with smoke why was nothing going off that is strange what can i do as a tenant as my rights for my safety get this done because every year the fire department comes and does an inspection every year every year they had to have seen the smoke detector with no batteries right no so is that my my state is it my county is it my city that's lazy or is it my shitty ass maintenance well when i i'm on a ranch right now so i apologize <laughs> but like this happened yesterday and i'm still like ptsd on this
1: when i posted those videos that the pipe burst and literally, flood coming down through the ceiling, which was hilarious in the hallway. So like
0: negative like, thirty five degree. Yeah, that that we night. live
1: on the upper floor, so it didn't freeze our hallway solid. It was just downstairs. Yeah,
0: but someone
1: had commented who you could complain to about it. I'd have to go back in my posts, obviously, and find it. But because it, that it was some sort of Lynn County, something or other.
0: It's really concerning to me now because something could happen. And if I'm sound asleep. Well, especially if you didn't even hear that smoke detector because I didn't. of your I was, thing on. I was in my office. My air purifier was on in the hallway, which is loud because I had it on full speed. Mm-hmm. At night, it's on full speed plus a fan. Yeah. And sometimes my Alexa's on with thunderstorms and I sleep like a baby. <laughs> so if someone else's apartment is burning mm-hmm. and my loud, that, because you can't sleep through that. Yeah. No, if that's yeah, not that, going that, off, that thing is like. I'm burning to death. Yeah,
1: that is very questionable. I would definitely fucking report that shit to somebody.
0: I'm afraid to report stuff because they're going to retaliate against me and kick me out. I just need to know my I, rights. I th- think you can.
1: I would imagine that you could not necessarily do it anonymously, anonymous, 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 but I would think that they wouldn't have to say who reported them.
0: I mean it's gonna be pretty obvious like um because well, it just happened well and there's sure. so many things at where i live that are not up to code that's really bad that I, we have told them and they're not doing anything about it it's
1: because they fucking
0: suck but anyways eh. that was my excitement if you want to call it excitement this week she lived the cats lived place is standing thank god so, yeah. i mean i'm so thankful and lucky that it was that's all it was yeah but when i <laughs> first heard the sirens and then like i heard them coming from every which way direction like oh shit.
1: <laughs> well i didn't get a message from henrik so apparently he wasn't one of the responding
0: <laughs> i didn't even have a chance like you know when fire department firefighters come you're like hey did it Like, I was, like, in such a panic, and I was out of breath. I was running. I'm not a runner. <laughs> but, like, my one thing was, like, pants. Put on pants. <laughs> pants at a time like this? <laughs> Getting my... I could not get my feet through. It was just... It was a disaster. <laughs> oh, and Kara was like, I was... You know, she was trying on dresses. She's like, I decided whether or not to open the door. She's like, I found a robe. I go, You could have been butt ass naked, and I would have had no idea. I would have paid zero attention because I was in such panic. So I did learn that I suck during emergencies. Because when she said 911, I forgot that existed. Then I couldn't find my phone. So, yeah. The, the good one, thing it wasn't a real
1: one the one like true emergency that i had to go through i went into a very severe panic at first briefly and then i got in like organizational mode and like it was i don't know it was weird and like tried to mama bear the guys it was it was bizarre
0: i was like out loud yelling okay cat carrier Stormy, you first, like out loud, (laughs) even though they have no idea what I'm saying. But in fun fact, I used to be on the fire department. I was on a volunteer fire department in my hometown for a few years until I moved to Cedar. Well, got a full time job in Cedar Rapids and moved here. But I did do the training Mm -hmm. and I I did put out fires Mm -hmm. and I did take a door off a car, which was really scary and not scary, but it was really hard oh I bet and I did it by myself. <laughs> it was during training, but I still did it by myself, right, mm-hmm. and I could not feel my arms <laughs> it honestly it it was a very great experience. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. I really did it because a bunch of my guy friends are like, Girls can't be firefighters I'm oh like, fuck, fuck you. you, so I did it. <laughs> And I had a a Mustang, and I had a blue light in my Mustang. So, mm-hmm. but in the middle of the night, when that pager goes off, yeah, it's like it's you jump out of bed and mm-hmm. put pants on. I mean, my ex was
1: on. I'm not gonna say his fucking name on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he was, you know, on an LFD and granted the pager didn't usually mean a whole lot all the way up here but that shit would go off or well the hazmat pager would go off too and that would scare the shit out of us because that would be in the middle of the night and you know semi tip over and diesel fuel spilling everywhere and it's like Mm -hmm. okay then have fun with that I'm
0: going back to bed
1: (laughs) yeah I mean I respect all of those
0: people that respond Like that's tremendous we went to a um house explosion one time. And cool. that... Um, I couldn't do anything. I had a sty in my eye. Oh. Uh. And so, like, literally, if you've ever had a sty in your eye, ever, any light. Mm. Like, I still went. Like, what was I... Do? <laughs> I was a volunteer, but I still went because, like, I didn't want to miss stuff. Like, I, mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, I am here. I am, like... Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. ready to do this. And <laughs> I just it hurts so bad and plus i have my glasses on and putting oh. a mask on over my glasses i'm i'm basically fucking blind by the way so i couldn't not wear my glasses cuz i'd be like <laughs> arms out uh hello who are you <laughs> do you need saved but are you a person are you a wall
1: this is exactly what it would have been, but
0: yeah, yeah, I thought was I was blind, of... but folks, she ain't fucking around. She's like real blind. Man. Yeah, it sucks, and I've got like worse in the last few years, but yeah. So that story kind of went on longer than I expected. So I apologize, but sorry.
1: And that's news from hometown homicide.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is your weekly update. <laughs> Wait, we're not Saturday Night Live. Is that? Oh, that's a it was weekly weekend update. Weekend update. What did I say? I don't know. I don't know. I digress. Know.
1: Guys, guess what? What? We're at 96
0: followers on YouTube now. Subscribers, but yeah. Shit, um, yeah, that. Okay, so we said at I'm 100, we'd give something away. So we only need four more. As of right now, I just checked. So hopefully we have an update by the time this comes out
1: hello yeah
0: but yeah just wanted to let you guys know we only need four more and then we will do a special thing to give away the piece of merch Give, away, give away. yay so make sure to go to hometown homicide on youtube yeah and on patreon don't forget oh yeah even patreon. if you want to you know just get
1: Show approximately a day early access to episodes <laughs> sometimes i suck at that and it comes out at like six o'clock the night before but hey it's a little bit early, but there's even a low, low price of $1 a month if you just want to help contribute and whatnot.
0: Yeah. We, we, would, su-
1: we appreciate appreciate it. It. you. Yeah. And hey, Tracy, I haven't forgot. I just haven't got to the post office yet since my friend Brett said he doesn't want a koozie. Fucking asshat. I mean, I'm kidding. I love you, but I don't need to send that to him. I need to get Casey... Casey's but like she's here so I can do that but Tracy I haven't forgot I just haven't got to the post office I will she promises I do I swear on my cats sorry I'm eating a pickle (laughs) I'm fucking tired man I lost my (laughs)
0: shit I've done lost it
1: (laughs) luckily Ashley's episode is today so you don't have to hear me losing it
0: Now, this episode, I told Sarah, is a little shorter. Like, it's a short one. You're used to short ones. (laughs) I
1: can't. (laughs) (laughs) I am 12.
0: (laughs) She's not wrong. (laughs) That's why i thought it was so funny <laughs> we're gonna we're not going to bring up that no ptsd Blah. <laughs> but it is short but it's crazy that's why i wanted to do this because it's fucking crazy cray cray so <laughs> wait time out uh-oh real quick speaking of crazy <laughs> <laughs> well that that brings up a a lot
1: long. but um I didn't know Amanda Bynes had been on a conservatorship as well yeah so she- that's where the speaking of crazy thing came in um because she was fucking cray cray for a while
0: I think she still is very not with it but I saw the other day
1: out of the blue google news or whatever was like oh Amanda Bynes off you know off her conservatorship or what however
0: they worded I'm like I didn't even fucking know she was on one. I mean... First of all. Just because she was crazy doesn't mean she should be on a conservatorship. Well, um, no, Because she can take care of... I mean, physically gonna... take care of herself. hmm But, yeah, she's... Apparently was on one and... for Yeah, for nine years it said. And I was like, oh. And is she engaged or something? That... She's uh, got a big tattoo on her face. I didn't look into it. It's sad. um
1: And other speaking of crazy... Uh, Kanye... What being blocked from or denied words uh performing at the grammys can't perform at the grammys or whatever
0: correct like, because ah, of trevor noah yeah i saw his n- n- no that's not the reason why so like he got banned suspended from instagram for 24 hours because of huh. something he said about trevor noah mm. he then got banned from the grammys trevor noah said I didn't say cancel, I said counsel. Like, Mm. don't cancel him, counsel him. Right. I just really respect Trevor Noah. Yeah. I really like him. Mm -hmm. So, the fact that he's like, I did not say cancel. No, Honey needs help. He does. For sure. Yeah. To me, this is a huge cry for help, Mm -hmm. but is it because he's a man, he's gonna get away with it? I'm not gonna get into that whole thing, but Right.
1: But yeah, sorry, that was a tangent. Anyway, no Ashley's crazy short story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to Anaheim, California. It was the night of May 28th, 1980. <gasps> it's my daddy's birth, Not the year, obviously, but what's my daddy's birthday? Yeah, my birthday's the ninth. Oh. Dorothy Jane Scott was at a work meeting when one of her co-workers, Conrad Bostron, seemed to look under the weather. Dorothy offered to take him to the hospital to see what was wrong, and Conrad took her up on her offer. Pam Heed, another coworker, also joined them. On the way to the hospital, Dorothy made a pit stop at her parents' house where her son was staying while she was at the meeting. And while there, she switched her scarf from a black one to a red one. Once at the hospital, they found out Conrad had been bitten by a black widow oh. spider. And he was traded while Dorothy and Pam waited around until he was ready to go home. According to Pam, Dorothy never left her side that night until Conrad was released and Dorothy went out to the hospital parking lot to get her car and Pam waited with Conrad to get the prescription filled. When Dorothy didn't come back after a couple minutes, her co-workers went out to the parking lot and that's when they saw Dorothy's car, a white Toyota station wagon speeding away right past them. Huh. They were unable to see who was driving because the headlights were blinding them. At first, they assumed that Dorothy had an emer- emergency come up with her son, but after not hearing from her for hours, they called the police to report her missing. But of course, the police didn't think there was a cause for concern yet. Mm-hmm. But you would think, like, if there was an emergency, she would have slowed down and be like, hey, guys, I'm really sorry, but something happened. I have to go. Right,
1: you don't just, like, leave.
0: Speed, like, right past them. Yeah. At around 4.30 that following morning, so it's May 29th, that Toyota station wagon that belonged to Dorothy was found in an alley in Santa Ana, 10 miles from the hospital. The car was set ablaze, but no one was inside. So who was Dorothy, and where was she? Dorothy Jane Scott was a 32-year-old single mother of a 4-year-old Sean. Sean's father did not live locally, so Dorothy's parents, Jacob and Vera, would help Dorothy with Sean while she was at work. Dorothy worked as a secretary at the Swingers Psych Shop and Custom Head Shop. So they were two different, like, businesses, but they were, like, Mm. conjoined, so, like, you could, Mm. if you wanted some psychedelic shit, like lava lamps and stuff, you could go to the Swingers Psych Shop. Mm. Or if you wanted to go and get some paraphernalia for your cannabis or tobacco you would go to the head shop mm-hmm. her coworkers and friends said she preferred staying at home rather than going out as she was a devout Christian and she did not drink or do drugs but yet she worked in a shop that sold paraphernalia Interesting. but I digress yeah, I mean, yeah. she was sweet and she was a committed mother her father said his daughter may have dated on occasion but did not have a steady boyfriend as far as anyone knew So this is where it gets a little creepy. Months prior to Dorothy disappearing, she was receiving disturbing calls from an unidentified caller, someone whose voice she seemed to recognize, but she just couldn't place. The first call Dorothy received, the man's voice said, when I get you alone, I will cut you up into bits so no one will ever find you. That's the best attempt I have in a man's voice. (laughs) (laughs) That was hard. At times, the man would call, professing his love for Dorothy and making romantic gestures, but most of the time he was harsh and threatening on how he was going to harm her in unspeakable ways. He made it very clear that he was watching Dorothy, recounting details of her day to day life. It was clear Dorothy had a stalker. One time he called her and told her to go outside because he had something for her, and when she went to her car, she found a single dead rose. Placed on her windshield, hmm. like he knew where she lived. Yeah, that's fucked. That's scary. Mm-hmm. I would have moved. <laughs> even though these calls were very unsettling to Dorothy and her family, they went unreported because they were they weren't sure what to do about them. Yeah, she was so frightened. She even took up karate classes. Mm. But you have to think back in the eighties; mm-hmm. it was a completely different time.
1: Yeah, and stalking laws were probably not even a thing yet. They,
0: exactly. You just took the words out of my mouth. Took them right out. You <laughs> took them right out. They were not a thing until the early 1990s. It's wild. Because, like, it, really stalking, like, just because it wasn't a law and stuff like that, people weren't reporting it, doesn't mean it wasn't happening. Right. But because well-publicized incidents of harassment of celebrities by fans Mm -hmm. had led to the press starting to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And then those cases would involve serious crimes. I guess some celebrities were murdered by their fans. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. California did not pass, like they passed the first anti-stalking law, Mm -hmm. not until 1990. So a whole decade after this happened. Mm -hmm. So that had been terrifying for... Her the like yeah thinking that you know like you that voice just sounds familiar but you can't pin who it is mm-hmm. had it been just like driving her crazy mm-hmm. you can't block numbers then All right and there's no caller ID exactly because that wasn't a thing until 1993 mm-hmm. I looked that up so <laughs> a week after Dorothy vanished a man called her parents home are you related to Dorothy Scott he asked. Vera, Dorothy's mom, said she was, and the caller said, I've got her, and hung up. A few days later, Dorothy's father, Jacob, decided to go to the media, hoping it would drum up some new leads. And after the newspaper ran a story about Dorothy on June 12, 1980, the editor got a call from a man the same day who claimed to have kidnapped her. Hmm. He went on to say he loved Dorothy, and he caught her cheating, so he killed her. This man gave up details only the kidnapper would have known, like what she wore, even the color of her scarf. Oh, okay. And why she was at the hospital that night. He also claimed that Dorothy called him that night from the hospital, but Pam insisted she never left her side. Also, again, Dorothy didn't know who this caller was. Right. And again, there was no caller ID. Mm Mm-hmm. So how would she have been able to call this person? Right. Dorothy's parents continued to get more calls for years to come. They would get called almost every Wednesday afternoon and said either they he, that he had Dorothy or that he had killed her. Hmm. They also usually occurred when Vera was home alone, and when Jacob answered the phone, the calls actually stopped. Hmm. Police installed a voice recorder. So not like a tap, but... I guess maybe in the 80s that's what it was, but they were never able to trace the calls because a man calling never stayed on the line long enough. Of course. And again, just it's the 80s, so the technology is not going to be what it is now. Right. As time went by, Dorothy's case turned cold as there were no other leads. But on August 6, 1984, construction workers discovered charred bones near Santa Ana Canyon Road. The bones also included human and dog remains side by side, which is strange. I don't know where the dog came from. Authorities believed that they had been there for at least two years as a brush fire had swept through that area in 1982 Mm -hmm. and most likely explained the charred bones. Unfortunately, no cause of death was able to be established, but a turquoise ring and a watch found with the remains were identified as Dorothy's, as well as the bones were identified through dental records. Dorothy's mom said the watch had stopped at 12.30 a.m. on May 29th. That's an hour after Pam and Conrad last saw Dorothy's car. After the news broke about Dorothy's remains being found, her family received two more calls from an unidentified male who kept asking for Dorothy. Despite the remains being found, there was no usable forensic evidence, and as of today, this case is still unsolved and that caller still remains a mystery. Huh. If they knew who was calling Dorothy, they would know who did this.
1: Crazy. I said this at work the other day, but your co-worker said that well, their brother had been yes. murdered and it's still unsolved. It's like, it's uh, just unfathomable to me that A, these murders can be I mean, older ones I can see a little bit more but even now there's murders that happen that Mm -hmm. go unsolved but obviously don't twist this into like a weird thing but at least if it's a murder you have the body and not just because bob dale is such like a a big like thing for us but these people that are missing where the fuck did they go right you know like they they went somewhere They're somewhere they didn't just get disappeared i mean unless aliens came i don't know but like I mean, literally i can make
0: people disappear where, but they had to go somewhere usually it's the ocean but i mean not in the midwest not in the midwest
1: you know it's just like jody who's in truth jacob Kavanaugh.
0: how where did they go where do these people go i don't get it It's wild. It's a great question. It's wild. And I wish I had the answer.
1: Yeah. But like I said,
0: that was short, crazy. I wish we could find out what happened. Who did that to Dorothy Jane Scott? Someone's mother. Someone's daughter. Yep. She had a four-year-old. Assholes. But the fact that he kept calling and taunting that family... fucking weird, too. Like, he had to have known his, her family's number. Right. And don't forget, again, YouTube, only need four more. We will announce a winner on what you win, and then also make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Hometown Homicide Podcast. YouTube at Hometown Homicide Podcast. Patreon, I believe is Hometown Homicide Podcast. Yep. And Twitter at Oat Oat Murder. Murder. You can also email us if you have something you want us to share over to podcast at Mm hometownhomicide.com Which... Oh,
1: Fiddlesticks. I don't remember her.
0: Nope. She didn't want her name.
1: She didn't want her name shared anything. Anyway, so it doesn't matter. I don't have to believe mean, anything else. It's
0: not like it doesn't matter what your name is. We no. just are going to respect your It doesn't your remember. Wishes. Or
1: doesn't remember. Derp, derp, derp. It doesn't matter that I don't remember right now. At this now, moment. Because I don't need it. But we did have someone reach out and offer to explain some of the um, Sault Ste. Marie area. I don't know if you read through all that big long... Yeah, email that she sent that was nice that kind of explained the area and and whatnot since we're not from there um, help picture yeah so that was that was appreciated and then it's dark as a inside of a cow. dark as the inside of a cow oh yeah this the other phrase she said because she's like oh if you like that one i don't remember what the second one was i had heard of the second one before colder than a cold miner's ass or something like that cold yeah something like that i would heard that one before but yeah darker talking about nighttime on the Mackinac trail or derp derp darker than the inside
0: of a cow i'm like what the fuck that's great yeah so if you want to email us something but you don't want your name shared we'll totally respect your wishes yeah. and not share your name yeah no problem oh it was funny when uh I don't know if I was editing still
1: or if I was done editing uh, the G.I. Joke episode, um, I text my friend that's the cop. And all I said was, hey, Joe glinowitz He's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, see, I knew you would know. I'm like, that's this week's episode. And he kind of went off for a minute, understandably so. I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, Shithead. that wasn't. I did see something when I was looking for pictures for the Instagram post that the son wasn't going to end up facing any charges. Interesting.
0: Yeah. And last week's episode, I apologize because it sounded like I was really far away from my mic and I actually probably was because Coco, Mm -hmm. you know, the the one that you hear at the end of every episode, as adorable as she is, she was on something that day. She was getting into everything. She i had to keep getting up running grabbing her bringing her over so she would sit down she's a cat i know but like mm-hmm. she's can be very naughty and so i kept pushing my chair away so sound quality that was me that i take full responsibility on that thanks coco she's sound asleep mm-hmm. right now but she's always got to be where we are when we record every single time she is right here mm-hmm. hey hey Hey. y'all do me a favor okay
1: if you know someone in the state of wyoming alaska new hampshire connecticut or rhode island please forward them an episode of us so they can listen to it and we can get a hit in those five states because it is driving me bonkers that we don't have a hit in any of those five states it's been weeks and we don't have any new states it's driving me crazy
0: yeah I, I didn't look much this week. I was very, very busy. And it then just, very, just, very tired.
1: I'll get on, I'll zoom in, and I'm like, motherfucking the same five. Still don't like us. Still haven't listened. And yeah, if you're on Facebook, go check out, I, I updated the cover photo. I made it, like, a little more fancy, which, you know, has our little catchphrase. We want to tell stories to you, not about you, so stay safe.
0: And this was Hometown Homicide.